finally a new episode of the Team Rhino Outdoors Musky Fishing Podcast. Man, it's been a while since we've done this, and I hope we can make it a little bit more regular. I wish I could be as regular as we are with our Backlash podcast, but quite honestly, that's never going to happen, I don't think. We want to thank everybody for their support of Team Rhino Outdoors. It's been uh, another busy start to the season, and we thank all of our customers for that. You know, for the support that all of you listeners have given us over the past uh, seven or eight years has been unbelievable. And, you know, for that, we, we thank you. I say that on the Backlash podcast fairly frequently. You know, we're back here with another with another episode. This week, I'm going to talk to Brian with Mistress Musky Lures. We're going to talk about the new 7-inch Mistress crank that we just got to TeamRhinoOutdoors.com. I would say it's roughly a week ago. Assuming you're listening to this podcast, you know, somewhat uh, close to the day it was released. If you're new to the podcast here, consider hitting that like subscribe button or follow button, depending upon where you're at, because uh, that way, you know, when we put out random episodes like this, it's not like you can count on us for a release every single Monday or Wednesday or whatever. So if you hit the subscribe button or the follow button, whatever device platform you're listening to, that way you don't miss an episode. And like I said, if you're looking for gear for your musky fishing adventures, please consider supporting TeamRhinoOutdoors.com. We are your source for all things musky related. We have gear upon gear upon gear. So if you're looking for, you know, typically our deal is custom colors. You know, that's what we do. That's what we were known for in the beginning. I wouldn't say we invented custom colors. We just took it further than most everybody else did. If you're looking for, you know, we'll say, for example, bulldogs. If you want a pro mag bulldog, I don't know. I bet you we have 55 colors of that. You want something from musky mayhem tackle. You want a junior cowgirl. Uh, or a double showgirl, or even their new trigger or detonator, you know, you're going to find more color options than probably just about anybody out there. I mean, it's blade season, right? So if you're looking for some gear from Musky Frenzy or Spanky Baits, we got you covered there on top of crankbait after crankbait after crankbait, including, like I said earlier, this new 7-inch Mistress crankbait. And with that being said, I'm going to cut the intro off, and I'm going to go get Brian on the phone, and we're going to talk to him about his new 7-inch crank. All right, our guest this week is Brian with Mistress Musky Lures, and we're going to talk about his 7-inch Mistress Crankbait. But first of all, Brian, I want to thank you for coming on the podcast today. And second of all, you know, it's the first time I've ever had you on the podcast, so why don't you take the stage, talk about your company, and, you know, kind of maybe where you got started, and, and then we'll talk about the bait in general after that. Well, thanks, Jeff. Well, Mistress Musky Lures started in 2019 with the concept of having a crankbait that can be worked over shallow cover, brakes, weed lines, something with tremendous action, and just something that wasn't really available on the market. And, you know, being a lifelong musky fisherman, where this really started was for my father. Caught my first tiger musky when I was four years old, and it stuck ever since. So with the mistress, I wanted a crankbait that could be twitched, slow rolled on the surface, almost like a weight bait, and could be medium retrieved, for a novice fisherman, because everybody's got a spouse or a friend that doesn't musky fish, I wanted a bait that just worked. I didn't want something that I had to rip through the water column to uh, entice reactionary strikes. I wanted something that would work for itself, simple to use, and could be put in the hands of any musky fisherman from the seasoned professional to the novice. So let's talk about the mistress. So well, first, let's back up a second. Let's talk about your the name, the mistress musky lures. I'm sure you get asked it all the time. What's the meaning behind the name? Well, I guess there's several meetings, Jeff. The owners of Mistress Musculars, as I myself, I'm the designer, marketer, and the insider, so to speak, into the musky industry, being a lifelong musky fisherman. 
So my, my wife and her best friend, Heather, they own Mistress Muscular's. And as I said, I'm the designer and marketer. Mistress, you know, if you think of the name, I've been asked this many times. So a really good friend and customer of mine, we're on Green Bay, and he, he asked the same question. Why Mistress? And I stand up in his very, very nice Ranger. And I said, well, so between your boat and your truck, I go, you got a, you have a quarter million dollars stuck in the musky fishing with all the single rod, single reel, not a gallon of gas or a bait. And he just smiled, Jeff. I think it's, it becomes an obsession. That was the reasoning behind Mistress Musky Lures. It's not very common for women to own a musky lure company. So that's kind of the direction we went. And it's catchy. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, that's a, that's a good point there. You know, I mean, it's... It's crazy how much uh, how much of an obsession that, you know this sport becomes if you get really deep into it. And it only takes one muskie to get there. It's not like you got to catch a hundred of them and all of a sudden you're you're hooked. Heck, sometimes it's just a follow that gets you there, right? Oh, absolutely, Jeff. I was stuck on the first one, and you know, growing up in Central Wisconsin, you know, being able to fish some of the other lakes that other known muskie fishermen and lure builders, for that matter, you know, fishing Rib Lake, Wisconsin, Big and Little Spirit, North and South Harper the Phillips chain, you know, Lake X lures on these baits, you know, you know, these individuals that created these companies, well, we all grew up within 20, 25 miles of each other. Yeah. It's like a tight knit fraternity up there with you guys in Northern Wisconsin. It's crazy. I agree. I totally agree. Jeff. All right. So let's talk about the seven inch mistress. That's the new one that hit our website just about a week ago. Let's talk about construction. What's, uh, what's this bait made out of? Well, Jeff, the seven-inch mistress is made of the Western Red Cedar. The blank itself is CNC machined to a high, to- high, high tolerance. Base coat of, there's, a, there's a base coat sealant on it, which is spar urethane. It's allowed to cure for anywhere between 24 to 72 hours, depending on ambient temperature and humidity, which we do control. Sanded base coat epoxy with, with um, aluminum light clear cast. Its rock hardness is 90 it's tensile strength is 7,000 PSI. And part of that is to keep our price point low. It's a cheaper epoxy made by aluminum light. And then we custom paint it. And then it adds two coats of aluminum light clear cast plus, which is the UV. Make sure there's no yellowing in the lure. And it just, it builds a really durable bait. All the components are stainless steel. We use Mustad 3551 hook which can be replaced, you know, with your VMCs or another hook of your choice. But to keep the price point down for a custom crank, we include those hooks. Um, there's Wolverine triple split rings on it. Uh, it's number six split ring on the, on the nose. The polycarbonate lip mistress, all those lips are cut from Innovative Machine in Marshall, Wisconsin. They're water jetted to a high degrees tolerance. So I guess when it's from start to finish, Jeff, what I'm saying is that we take pride in the amount of accuracy that we put into this lure. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I know that with all the time and effort you put into the batch that we got, you know, they, they turned out great and they're, they're a great looking bait. So let's talk about the uses, you know, it's a crankbait, but you know, I, I think you maybe alluded to it a little bit in the beginning, like this bait wasn't necessarily designed as a trolling bait. In fact, I think you kind of used it as a trolling bait, sort of definitely secondary. Cause I think you designed it specifically as a casting bait. Is that right? That's correct. Jeff. When, when I left the service, trolling to Muskie in Northern Wisconsin, it, it was illegal. So when I, re- when I returned back to Wisconsin in 2012 and I got back into the Muskie scene, people told me that you know, trolling is illegal now. I was like, since when? Of course, you know, I had to go check up the regs and see, oh, it's legal. 
But when I did des- initially design this, I designed this to be twitched, to be to be retrieved at a slow rate of retrieve. And let's be honest, um, most of my large fish in the 90s, most of my 50-inch fish and above, came off an F90 wind cheater made by Rebel. Great bait, fish in my home waters, did really well. When people told me they were going to troll this, well, I had absolutely no idea how to troll for muskie. I had to learn. And, and then trying to get the information out of other muskieing was across Wisconsin. They're all pretty tight-lipped. You know how we are. We don't want to tell anybody what we're catching on, where we're catching on, what depth we're running, what speed we're running. When I began to troll this, what I found out that this, this lure, the mistress, can be run at a much slower rate to gain reactionary strikes. Now, there are other crankbaits on the market that are specifically designed to be trolled, but their actions really don't start getting enticing until, you know, three and a half, four, four and a half, five miles an hour, where the mistress, when we initially decided to take this to be trolled, we went to Cave Run, Kentucky, and we asked for the help from Timothy Barker, who uh, he guides for um, Tony Grant. And Timothy Barker has really dialed this bait in and really helped us out a lot. We we caught this this previous spring on Cave Run trolling with a 30-degree temperature drop. There was six inches of snow in Kentucky. Got a 42-inch fish on Steve's Creek, but we slowed it down. We slowed this crank down. We weighted it slightly, about a six-foot leader. So we are going 2.5 miles an hour. We smoked a 42-inch fish with a 30-degree temperature drop in 12 hours. I mean, what kind of crank can do that? He wasn't running his normal stuff. He wasn't running his boss sheds. He wasn't running this. He was, he was purely running mistress. And he ran our prototypes for 2022, which are going out to another sports shop this week. They are available to any sports shop. They're available to you, of course, Jeff, as well. But that's just proof in the pudding right there, two years in a row. We fished in 2021, the day after uh, the, the Muskie Hunter tournament. They caught two fish in that tournament, and they're all running small baits. We ran the seven, and our fish the day after the tournament would have put us in first place. A crank that is unheard of, of being trolled on uh, southern water. They're equally as effective in northern waters if they are trolled at those speeds. The sweet spot really is between 2.5 and 3.2 miles an hour. Reason because of the amount of wobble and roll in the lure. They're not a prop wash bait. They're an outrod. They're a planer board bait. I keep them out of the wash. That does well for me. They roll in the wash. So that's just something to be to keep in mind when you're trolling. As I said, it wasn't really designed to be a trolling bait. Well, let's talk about that since it's primarily designed to be a casting bait. And I mean, that's great because there's a ton of musky anglers that cast. In fact, the majority of us do. We'd, I think most would agree that we'd prefer to catch them casting over trolling. But what's your typical retrieve like for this bait? What's the action to, to entice these muskies? To entice the muskies with the mistress, I mean, it's really simple. If, you, if you're on a low light condition, Jeff, and you're over a wheat flat, the mistress can actually be slowly retrieved as a wake bait. I mean, it'll look exactly like a hog while we're going through the water. Just slow roll it. I mean, all slow. So if you're running a high gear issue reel, I mean, you'll be barely moving. But like a, like a beast, something in low gear, you know, just get it moving. I mean, it's, a, it's amazing how slow you can make this crate work on top of the water. It's a slight twitch, very medium retrieve, and that's what's enticing strikes for us, you know. And then you can really rip it in, you know, if you're these casting guys, including myself, you know, I like to crank it up a little bit, you know, within that last eight to 15 feet on the boat, specifically in clear water applications. So that way I can get in the eight or I cause that strike before the bait gets to the boat 
you know, and it peels off. I don't want to spook the fish. You know, I want to get it with, get it to hit within that time. So if it doesn't hit within the first 15 feet, which is generally what happens in most casts, you know, I definitely want to get it before the eight, if not in the eight with this bait. You know, when you're running it, are you primarily just straight cranking it like you talked about, or are you, you know, ripping, pulling, pausing? What, what's the action that way? Uh, twitch and pause works really good, Jeff. I don't rip it a lot. I feel there's no need to do it. I mean, obviously there are guys that do, do rip, rip and pause it with great success. But my thing that's been working for me is definitely the twitch and pause, the medium retrieve. Of course, we all mix it up. You know, we'll do a straight retrieve. We'll do a, we'll do a rip. We'll do a fast retrieve. I want to see what happens. I want to bring a fish in to see what's working. I think every other musky fisherman are going to do that. But definitely the twitch and pause, the medium retrieve, the wake bait at the end of the night, or in low light conditions, or early morning conditions, over weed flats, that, that works for me. All right, so let's talk a little bit about how deep this thing's going to dive on a typical retrieve. What are you looking at? Cast and retrieve, a typical retrieve will be about four feet just throughout the cast. So if you're casting 75, 80, 85 feet, expect four feet of dive depth. Okay. You know, I know that you didn't design it for a trolling bait, but let's just say you're going to put, I don't know, 30 feet out on it trolling. How deep do you think that's going to go roughly? I mean, if we're using like, let's say, 80-pound super braid or I don't know, what do you troll with? Are you a braid guy or are you a mono guy? I'm a braid guy. I run 80-pound cast suffix for all my trolling rods. And I run three foot, 100 pound test fluorocarbon leaders. And my typical dive rate on 30 feet would be about eight feet. That's with rod tips at the water. Um, we generally go as a rule of thumb for everybody that asks, we say it's six feet at 20 feet of line. Now for the Green Bay guys, Jeff, because these are definitely being run on Green Bay, with a six foot, 100 pound fluorocarbon leader with a, with a two ounce weight, uh, on the 10 foot flat between little foot, big foot and the stripper pole, you will run 32 to 35 feet and you will run comparatively with everything else that's being used out there. Like the, the beta choices, the shaz wrap or the super shad wrap. These will do the same thing, same rate of speed, about three, two, three, three. And you'll get that bottom bounce effect that you're looking for out in green Bay. All right. So Brian, I think for the most part, we covered it. Do you think there's anything else we didn't talk about that we need to with your bait? Oh, absolutely. Jeff. So everybody's wondering, because we, like you said, we have one bait, one bait out. We are releasing the six-inch mistress really soon, and we are delaying the nine-inch mistress, which is currently being tested by some of our pro staff. And myself, I actually ran it last night for for a few hours. Didn't get anything to rip on it, but still just putting some mileage on it, making sure it's good quality bait, and getting our dive curves ourselves on those baits. So that's something to look forward to. You know, we're going to be offering two other offers, offerings this year. Potentially this year, excuse me. We're going to definitely have the six-inch out and the nine-inch with everything that's going to happen, hopefully, this fall or for sure next year at the sports shows and continuing on with the 2023 season, Jeff. Sure. Well, Brian, I know the one thing is with talking to you, there's there's no shortage of R&D time with you guys. I know that uh, you definitely have spent enough time making sure these baits run and, and they do what you want them to do and they're built tough. And I mean, I mean, like I said, I've been talking to you off and on for you know three, four months. You guys don't just rush a product out to market, that's for sure. Oh, no, no. We're trying to continually improve it, though. We had some issues last year with a vendor, and we changed vendors. We went to a new process. You know, our, our initial lips in our crankbaits were, were stamped. Now they're water jetted. And there's musky fishermen all across North America right now that are asking for a thicker lip. You know, that's something we're going to do down the road, too. It just takes time. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna go through. We're going to R&D that. We're going to run that. 
we're going to make sure that the action stays the same because an eighth inch lift going from eighth inch to three sixteenth polycarbonate, that's going to definitely change the dive curve. It's going to change the action lure. We're going to have to change ballasting, a number of things. But we want to do that for the musky fishermen, and we want to do that for our sports shops because we owe it to them. You know, if they're going to buy our product, you know, we want to put fish in the boat. We want to make the customers happy. We want to make the shops happy. But as you said, we don't, when we have a complaint or gripe, we fix it, period. Absolutely. Only one way to do it. And that's right. And I, and I know you guys have done that with your, with, like I said, through all the conversations we had and all the different things you've talked about that you've changed here and made, made sure there. And like I said, you're not rushing out your six inch and your nine inch. And I know you worked a long time on your aluminum lips, which I hope that at some point we'll get here in the shop as well. And we started with the first one and that's just a seven inch mistress. So Brian, I just want to thank you for taking time out of your schedule. I know you're busy in the shop making baits, lots of places that want to get your cranks. And I know we're lucky enough to be one of them. And so I want to thank you again for your time. And, you know, if anybody's looking, they can find their baits at, at Team Rhino Outdoors. And, you know, I think we carry roughly, what, 21, 22 colors, something like that. So check it out at, uh, at our website. And then also, Brian, if people want to find out, find stuff on your own website, where, where do they go about doing that? Well, Jeff, they can like us on Facebook at Mr. Smusky Lures, and if they want to check out our website, it's www.mrsmuskylures.com, and they can also reach us by phone at 715-783-0430, or they can email us at mrsmuskylures at gmail.com. Thanks again, Brian. I appreciate you coming out and talking to us about the 7-inch Mistress Crank. I appreciate your time, Jeff. That's a wrap on our talk with Brian from Mistress Musky Lures. If you're looking for his Mistress Musky Lure crankbait, check it out at TeamRhinoOutdoors.com. I want to say right now we probably have, I can't remember, 21, 22 colors in stock. Everything that we have listed is in stock right now. Hopefully at some point I'm going to run an underwater video. I know we have people asking about that. I'm hoping to get that taken care of. So you know, if you haven't subscribed to our YouTube channel, check out Team Rhino Outdoors on YouTube and we'll dial that up there. I have just piles of underwater footage of some of these newer baits that I, I haven't had time to get to. And it's all because of you guys, you know, if you weren't out there buying baits as often as you are, we'd have lots of free time to do that stuff. And thankfully you're out here buying baits and supporting us and, and, uh, hopefully everybody's getting on the water. You know, it's uh, roughly 4th of July or right around the 4th of July. It's a great time to be on the water. You know, the musky season's in full swing and hopefully you're spending some time out there. Hopefully if the weekend, if you, Listen to this before the weekend. You get out with some family and some friends, and you get a chance to celebrate. And with that being said, you know, again, I, I've said it before. I've said it numerous times. If you're looking for gear, check out TeamRhinoOutdoors.com. We're your source for all things musky gear. And we want to thank you again for coming out, listening to this episode. I hope that we'll have an, I hope this will be a regular thing again. And I, But I say that all the time. So, I mean, it's just like uh, the boy that cried wolf, right? Sometimes uh, we, we put out new episodes. Sometimes we don't. I have lots of grand ideas it's just a matter of finding the time to pull it all together so i want to thank you all for listening and hope you have a great weekend on the water